The Undress Wounds of Gaza. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan and our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Emily Berry recently published a poem, Because of Us, that reads, This morning I learned the English word gauze, finely woven medical cloth, comes from the Arabic word Gaza, because Gazans have been skilled weavers for centuries. I wondered, then, how many of our wounds have been dressed because of them, and how many of theirs have been left open because of us. Her poem is painfully timely, as the Israeli military, after weeks of bombing civilian targets, including schools, hospitals and ambulances, has expanded its ground invasion, attacking hospitals directly with tanks and troops. According to the World Health Organization, the WHO, 26 of Gaza's 36 hospitals are non-functional, denied electricity, fuel, supplies and damaged by Israel's assault. Inoperable incubators, respirators and dialysis machines have left patients to die. Staff trapped at al-Shifa, Gaza's largest hospital, dug a mass grave to bury over 180 dead patients. Israel has also killed an estimated 200 medical workers, among them Dr. Hamam Alo, a 36-year-old internist and nephrologist at al-Shifa, killed along with his father, brother-in-law and father-in-law on Saturday, November 11th, when Israel shelled his home. He survived by his wife and two young children. Dr. Alo spoke on the Democracy Now! NewsHour on October 31st, two weeks before his death. The few trucks that were allowed in uh, with aid to Gazan people actually is almost nothing compared to what we need. And there was many of the contents of these trucks that were allowed into Gaza had water, gloves and goes, and this is not what we are uh, uh, looking for. We are looking for devices, medications, things of really major help and concern for the for providing real health care for people in need. Days earlier, Dr. Alo made an excruciating decision, ordering his staff to stop resuscitating an older patient as the hospital lacked a working ventilator for her, so even if successfully resuscitated, the patient would still die. He instructed the doctors and nurses to triage care, saving those with a chance of survival. Despite Israel's constant bombardment and approaching ground invasion, Dr. Alo refused to leave. If I go, who treats my patients? They are not animals. They have the right to receive proper health care. Doctor. So we can't just leave. You think I went to medical school and for my postgraduate degrees for a total of 14 years, so I think only about my life and not my patients? That brave decision cost Dr. Hamam Alo his life. A family member wrote Democracy Now!, saying his body remains buried under rubble. Al-Shifa, meanwhile, has become a war zone. If I should choose today between hell and Shifa, I would choose hell. Dr. Mads Gilbert, a Norwegian physician with decades of experience in Gaza, said on Democracy Now! he tried repeatedly to get into Gaza in recent weeks to get to al-Shifa without success. 
I got a report yesterday from the Minister of Health that 20 out of the 23 ICU patients had died. 17 other patients died because of lack of supplies, oxygen and water. And three, if not five, of the 38 premature newborns have died because of this uh, slow suffocation that Israeli occupation army is uh, exposing all the hospitals to by cutting electricity, uh, oxygen, and medical supplies, and it's it's you know it's uh, beyond description. I'm I'm out of words to describe this systematic man-made slaughtering of patients in civilian hospitals. While words may fail, Dr. Mads Gilbert, those of the late Dr. Hamam Alo on Democracy Now offer a posthumous call to action. We need this war to end uh, because we are really humans. We are no animals. We have the right to live freely. We are being exterminated. We are being massively eradicated. And um, you pretend to uh, to care for humanitarian and human rights which is not what we are living now. To prove us wrong, please do something. At least 1.6 million Palestinians have been displaced by Israel's war on Gaza, out of the enclave's population of 2.3 million. Earlier this week, Israel dropped leaflets on the southern Gaza city of Khan Yunis, warning residents to flee, many for the second time after fleeing northern Gaza. The United Nations Security Council passed its first resolution Wednesday, after four previous failed attempts, calling for extended humanitarian pauses in Gaza, with the United States abstaining. Israel, well known for ignoring U.N. resolutions, will likely ignore this one, too. The late Palestinian poet Mahmoud Darwish, as a child, survived the 1948 Nakba, Arabic for catastrophe when 750,000 Palestinians were driven from their homes and 15,000 were killed during Israel's founding. Darwish lived much of his life in exile. He was a critic of Hamas. He wrote in his poem to a young poet, a poem in a difficult time is beautiful flowers in a cemetery. As the WHO warns Gaza's hospitals are becoming cemeteries. It's time to heed the poets and the doctors, stop the killing and the occupation, and dress the open wounds of war. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.